We are sponsored by Raise Energy, powered by the enhanced refresh technology. Raise Energy delivers with a performance-enhancing energy drink that aids in the most often overlooked categories. Raise Energy targets focus, enhances your recovery time, improves clean energy levels, and boosts your stamina and hydration. Most importantly, each single can of Raise Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates, which that gives you a smarter and more healthier option. You should not have to settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbs than you can count. Opt for the number one fan-voted energy drink on the market today with Raise Energy. If you want to get yourself a can of Raise Energy, go to repsports.com, R-E-P-P, sports.com. Use my promo code HPP1000, HPP1000 at checkout, and you will receive a generous discount. Podge Podcast. I am your host as always, D Hodge, but you guys already know that on Instagram and Twitter at I am Mr. Dylan Hodge. Podcast is on Instagram as well at the Hodge Podge Podcast. So uh, if you're listening on like iHeartRadio and stuff like that, or wherever you're listening, just give me a five star review, please. I'm begging you. I'm actually getting mad at this point that nobody's getting me. I'm just playing. We, we've got we've got some five star reviews, but if you're new and you're listening and you do enjoy this, please go give me a five star review. And so this episode here that you're listening to right now was not supposed to be this week's episode, but the past couple of weeks have just been a whirlwind and excitement that I was like, it has to go up this week. Um, because anything else is just going to be a, a, a long and late train wreck. So I'm always a week late because these go out on Mondays. And so what we've missed here is Joe Biden is now president of the United States. He will take office January 20th, 2020. Will be 2021, he'll be sworn in as president. And we finally got Donald Trump out of the White House. Not going to Not going to get political here, but... We finally got some. Hopefully, we're gonna get some equality in the in the in the White House. We're gonna get some equality in America. We're all going to get normalized and equal now that Joe Biden's in the the White House. So, the other day, about a week ago, I was up late and I couldn't go to sleep. Something was just on my mind, and so I got up around two o'clock or so, and I wrote this speech. And this speech has a lot to do with what's going on in the world, the hate and the, the bickering and the fighting. And I was like, enough. It happens four years. We're all going to be okay. So I wrote this, and then we're going to go, when, when I read this, we're going to go into the podcast. Um, so to my friends who are people of color, to my friends who are members of the LGBTQ community, 
to women's rights and them doing what they want with and to their bodies. To everyone who disagrees, you all got through the last four years. It was rough, but you, no, we, as in the world, got through it. Whatever 2021 to 2025 may bring, I am positive that we would get through it as well, together. I voted in this election because I knew there needed to be a change. I agree with a lot of the, air quote, left-wing conspiracies, end quote. Clean air, clean water, health care, education, and equality. I'm writing this to say that for those who disagree with all of what I just mentioned, that I still love you, I still support you in all your ever endeavors. And most importantly, I still respect you. You're still a person, you're still a human being, you're still an American. You have every right to feel the way you do and say what you want to say. I respect that. I, no we, ask for that same respect back. Because we too are of those things I just mentioned. We ask for the same respect, the same support, the same love back. There's no need to fight, no need to argue or hurt others because something's not going your way. We've all been hurt before in some sort of way. Everyone knows the hurt you're feeling, whether it be physical or mental. We are all Americans. We are all God's people. We are all equal. None of us is better than the other. Black or white, rich or poor, gay or straight. Successful or non-successful. We are all one. And we will all get through this. Trust me. All we have to do is just hold each other's hand and be together. Yo, yo, this is X-Chase Money, and you are listening to the HodgePodge Podcast. On the podcast today is a man of color and a member of the LGBTQ community. His name is Demondre Morgan, otherwise known as City Boy X on TikTok and YouTube. C-I-T-Y-B-O-I-I-X-X, all lowercase. Demandre went to school with me as a fellow classmate from my high school. And he's also in the entertainment industry. And since I'm in there in the entertainment industry as well, I wanted him to get on. And we just chit and chat about the ongoings of the entertainment industry and how he got into TikTok and how he successfully sustained over 450,000 subscribers and almost 9 million likes. He's also talking about coming out to his family and how being a gay black man is different than just being gay in today's world. We hit on a lot of stuff. This is a very strong and, and, and rough episode, but it's here. So without further ado, please welcome my guest for today's episode, Demondre Morgan. <laughs> All right. Boom. Cool, man. How you doing, man? Thanks for doing this for me. No problem. No time. Well, um, I usually don't really do introductions for the guests. We really just jump into it. But I uh, figured I would uh, do it on this one. Um, so with me right now is – well, introduce yourself because I don't want to give out your wrong name because <laughs> what I know you by and then you not go by it. 
No, um, well, I'm Demondre Morgan, you know, but I okay. Well, that's what I was gonna say. City Boy XX. So it just depends, you know what I'm saying. But City Boy XX to anyone of my fans is listening. Yeah, and I know you, Demondre, from, and I'm gonna call you that by the way, because that's all I know you by. That's cool. That's cool. cool. I know Demondre from 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 high school, right? Yeah. And uh, we we were friends in high school somewhat. Uh, We talked. But I didn't realize that you had an interest in like entertainment like I did. Like I knew I wanted to do something in the music realm, but I couldn't yeah. sing. I couldn't play an instrument and stuff like that. So I figured I love the nerdy behind the scenes of, of just entertainment in general, not really the music scene. Yeah. And then there you go, just pop up on TikTok and, and YouTube one day with like 9 million likes. And I'm like, holy crap, what are we doing here? It was just like that quick. Well, well, for me, not probably probably not for you. It's probably a grind as well, but yeah, definitely that is definitely a grind, man. <laughs> it's definitely hard out here. It's, it's harder than it looks, even though it's, I like I'm just doing like social media. You know, it's like you still got to keep up with like those numbers. But that's really like when you start and you start to get that kind of like attention, and then it got it kind of like gets into you like, okay, so how can I keep this going? How can I like you know keep it running or whatever? But after a while, I mean, you just kind of do what you love and, you know, hope everybody else loves it, too. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of put that out there. Everybody love and laugh and you know, it just works out. So when did you first say, OK, I'm going to start this? Because I think you started on YouTube, right? You started because YouTube was a thing before TikTok. Yeah, I started YouTube before I started TikTok. So how... When did you decide, okay, I'm going to do YouTube? Um, okay, so it was actually still when we were in high school together. Um, uh-huh. It was my senior, it was our, I think, we, we graduated together, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it was our senior year, and I was like, um, I got to do something, you know, so I got to start building some kind of, like, you know, a fan base. I, I want to, you know, make my dreams come true. So that's when I started YouTube. And although it didn't last, for a while, it kind of helped me start to learn how that kind of stuff worked with like editing and, you know, sounds and like, you know, what the YouTube game really is about and what it requires and what you kind of got to do to keep the audience attention. So, I mean, each time that I start my YouTube channel, I learn something new. So that's a plus. Yeah, I, I recently started, well, a few months ago, but I just now started editing my videos on YouTube. I never knew how to do it. And then I got with this YouTuber who's been on the sh- podcast, stuff like that. And then he was actually sat down with me and showed me, here's how you do it, man. And you need to get it more, pro- not more professional, but I'm going to help you be more successful in the way you do your videos and your podcast. Yeah. And that's a grind. It's a grind, man. Editing video. I mean, oh, it's a yeah. grind. Oh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. It takes at least a few hours to get it just right, you know. And that's just the, you know, jump cuts. Well, see, that's that's the weird thing about doing this. It's just kind of like, you know, your video here, my video here. But with what you do and a lot of other YouTubers do, it's a jump cut here. And then 30 seconds later, it's back to where you're going. Kind of like a mini independent movie. Yeah, definitely. I would definitely say it's definitely just like editing a movie. You know what I'm saying? You're taking different takes. Like, I guarantee you, no YouTuber on the entire platform just takes one take. And there it is. It's like take after take. It's like, wait, I need to say that again. Wait, just mumbled off my words. Like the bloopers, man, tons. 
tons of bloopers. I would definitely say that. Well, see, that's why you're more successful on the social media type of game. Because me, I would just slur my words and they just leave it in. <laughs> just because I don't want that. I don't want that headache of just like, man, and I got to go in and I'm not going to be more. And, and, and there's no offense to any of the YouTubers, but like me, when I started the podcast, again, I, I started senior year, kind of. I had the idea of what I wanted to do. And I realized that there were a lot of people that weren't themselves doing these things. Like they were, yeah. they were one minute, they were this, and they were turned off in a click of a second. Yeah. And I realized I'm not going to be that way. I'm going to be, you know, if I were to burp or got to be fart on the air, I'm going to leave it in. It's, it's not, not saying it's a gory show. It's just, it's me. It's real. Yeah, and that's what yeah. I want people I mean, to, you know, to see. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and I feel like with some, with some, um, social media influencers and things. I mean, the person that they are on camera is kind of a character they kind of created. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of where they go to be that extra that, you know, that character. Me, myself, that's just me all, you know, all the time. You know what I'm saying? I don't really put on a character. It's just more like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just about to be in, in front of the camera now. You know what I'm saying? But I'm always yeah. this. It's always me. So, Talk about, and we'll talk about a bunch more, but I just kind of want to get the basics here. Talk about transforming from YouTube to TikTok because I was looking at your YouTube before we started. You don't really do YouTube that much anymore. Yeah, yeah, that is true. But but at the moment, see, what happened? Okay, what had happened was, so I was <laughs> on YouTube for a little second, you know, getting it together, trying to make sure that um, it was growing. But then I realized that I didn't have the support behind my YouTube channel just yet for it to get to where I needed to go. So what I did was I got on a platform and I kind of built a platform. Like I kind of built a fan base per se. I got that support. So now once I get back to YouTube, that support will already be there. Those views are already coming in. You know what I'm saying? Those subscribers, that subscriber rate will kind of go up. You know what I'm saying? And then I yeah. can kind of make YouTube more of my main deal. You know what I'm saying? I just kind of I just yeah. kind of had to get the support behind it. So we're definitely coming back to YouTube soon. We're definitely coming back to YouTube soon. So stay tuned for that. Well, well, that's interesting because I, man, this was within the last couple of days of us recording this. Um, we were, I was on vacation. I was sitting in a hotel room and I was like, you know, I am happy with the podcast download numbers, but I could be a lot more happier and I could be, it could be a lot more bigger and so I had a, I have a TikTok page just to watch videos, you know, yeah. just, just to watch it. And I was like, you know, I'm going to take a 60, 65 second clip off of some of the bigger podcasts and I'm going to put it up on TikTok and just right. see what happens. And man, let me tell you, within what, 30 minutes or so, you have like 500 views on TikTok and like <laughs> oh, yeah. that, 150 yeah, more that- downloads. And it's just like, how giant TikTok has become. Because it YouTube is. used to be the thing, but it's like TikTok now is just taking it, kind of like Vine, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's def- I wouldn't say, you know, Vine is always going to be the GOAT. Vine is always... Because yeah. I see a lot of TikToks that were inspired by Vine. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, so I feel right. like this is just another, like, another one in the cycle. I feel like after TikTok... There's going to be an app that's going to be like, oh, this is just like TikTok. But it's going to be like for the, you know, the generation coming up. I feel like, because, you know, basically 
this is this generation's vine. This is their vine. Like, you know, yeah. we had vine, but this is their vine. So, and this actually is crazy how TikTok has evolved. You know, I remember there was a point where nobody was on TikTok. Everybody was like, you know, who wants to be on TikTok? TikTok's lame. Now the entire world is on TikTok. And that growth, yeah. that is <laughs> that is crazy. That is crazy to see, I tell you that. So tell me besides the audience gang and how many viewers you get per video, what's it like on just TikTok having from one follower, one subscriber to like over almost half a million subscribers? What is what is the mental mind state behind that? Um, you know, it's it's crazy. You know, at one point, like it was like nothing there. It was me just trying to, you know, climb. Like every time I would see like a creator with this many or so, I'm like, I gotta get there. I gotta get there. But it's all, it's all to get to one thing. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's where the mindset behind it really is. It's like this is a stepping stone. That's what it is, a stepping stone. And it's and it's crazy how um it goes that fast you know what i'm saying it blew up that quickly i was like whoa i never thought i would be sitting here in front of you know half a million people almost like that is right insane. that is crazy i didn't that many people have seen my face like thinking about that that's like whoa but i mean it's it's really kind of chill you know what i'm saying you don't really think about it until you think about it you know what i'm saying now you know i had to go there Demandre. uh how are you making money off of TikTok? Because I wonder, because when you're making money on YouTube, you know, you have half a million subscribers on YouTube, you're obviously making a little bit of money. So what is it like on TikTok? Um, <laughs> well... Or, or, or am I completely wrong? No, there, there is this thing called the TikToker Creator Fund that, um, okay. uh, what is the word? Creators, though. Creators uh, apply to. So, I mean, either you are accepted into it or you are not. And I happen to be one of those creators that got accepted into the creator fund. So, you know, I, I'm, making a, I'm making a little change. I'm making a little change. I ain't going to say it's just, you know, life-changing, you know, bags or whatever. But, you know, some stuff coming Yeah, but in. it was more than you were making when you first started. So, the, so that's a starter. So, the, <laughs> so that matters. That's the one thing that matters. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes, definitely. I mean, when I first started, I wasn't making anything at all. And now it's coming into something. So that's definitely seeing some growth. You know, and it's like me, I'm, I'm kind of the same boat. It's like, well, six or seven months ago, I started making money on the podcast. And it's like, it's not much. It's like maybe $250, $300 a month. But it's like, where was I at prior when I first started? It's yeah, making zero dollars. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like, it's kind of like I use this saying a lot. A lot of people have heard it, like Mark Cuban. Uh, one of the Shark Tank guys, he goes, if you're doing what you love, making no money, imagine the creativity you're going to have when you start making money. And it's just it's just that, like, that, yeah. that mindset, just that mindset you have to put like, I'm doing this and I'm not making anything. That means I, I'm passionate and I love it. So imagine if I get my first check for you know, $10, you know. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's like. Yeah, making the money's great and all from it, but you know, I feel like I more or less do it because I love to do it. You know what I'm saying? I love yeah. to, I love to see people's reactions and like to see their comments and seeing that you know I've made their day because they'll they'll comment that they'll be like, "This made my day. I love your content. 
this, you know, I listen to your videos when I'm sad. You know what I'm saying? That that is what I'm what I live for. You know what I'm saying? The money's great and everything, and you know, hopefully more comes in the future. But you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it's really all about like, you know, making other people feel good. And that's all that's what I'm about. So that's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Well, we obviously get all the, the, the good credit for some people, but how do you handle the bad negative comments? Because you could have 99,000, I love you, you're, you're fantastic, keep doing what you do, but you're going to get that one person that says, go hang yourself, go die in a hole. Um, and, and you're going to stick on that one person, oh, yeah. and you're going to be like, and then you're going to work your fingers to the bone because you're like, I'm going to make that one guy happy, and you can never do it. Because you're going to make that guy happy, and then someone else is going to get pissed off at you. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, with the negative comments, I mean, to be honest, I this is, this is how I uh, take it. I feel like I am older than a lot of the audience on TikTok. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, they're, 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 I mean, I, my fans come on live with me sometimes and they're always like, you know, I'm 13, I'm 15, like I'm wow, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like they're 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 kind of younger, which I understand because like I said, when we had Vine, that's how age that's how old we were. But I take it as like I'm too grown to be trying to argue with these little kids about so and so what I said because at the end of the day, like y'all don't even like you don't even know. You know what I'm saying? It's like and ignoring them it's easier than you think. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand. Yeah. Like, I'll get some comments and I'm like, uh, they really just came for me. But then <laughs> I'll look at the other comments. I'm like, these other ones are, you know, I'm getting more majority ones that like yeah. than, you know, the ones that dislike. So I'm like, you know, we seeing where the, where their, where their heads are. You know, you always going to have that one, that one troll. I mean, that's going to be inevitable. So, you know, we can do about that. You know, I, 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 constantly for for a couple months had this one person just come on and just like give me a one star and just be like this guy's a complete tool and i was like i want to see what this guy actually looks like to see if he's really living in the basement of his mother and actually yes, you know, living yes. off her free wi-fi the, the dude was like don't have like a profile picture like it's always like a blank profile and they're like you, you suck know, like who are I, you i probably i probably shouldn't say this but i dug he didn't have a profile picture but i dug Bit, like when I do research, I dig big time for people that I don't really know, and like I know how to get a lot of information. The dude was like nine years old, was from like San Antonio, Texas, and I'm like, and see, what and that, is this? And that's, why, <laughs> and that's why I don't really let the negative comments get to me because it's right. like when you find out right. exactly, or if you find out where that comment came from, it's kind of like a letdown. You're like, oh, I'm kind of expecting more, but. You're like a, a shrimp behind a computer, like, you know? So it, it really doesn't matter. At the end of the day, there's always going to be somebody with the negativity, but you just got to keep up your positivity. And I feel like that's right. just going to, yeah. that's just going to rain, that's going to rain a little bit better. Now, here comes another question that kind of relates to everybody in the entertainment business. You always have one or two people that think because they are the air quote king or queen of whatever you want to say, YouTube or TikTok or, or, or podcast or whatever. Yeah. They are going to be the know-it-alls and they're going to be like, this guy sucks because he's doing this and this and this. And it's like, you know, they forget where they come from. And so yeah. it's kind of like, how, yeah. would, how would you take that? You know, it's like, well, hang on. First of all, you're telling me that my opinion is terrible 
But then your opinion, you're living in the 60s where everything that you're saying was legal. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're talking 2020 where you're going to go to jail for saying some of this stuff. And you're, and you're telling me just because you own a certain platform, you yeah, tell me what, and, you know. <laughs> and, you know, I feel like when it comes to, like, when you grow and you finally get to where you've been trying to reach, I feel like that's good if you kind of hold on to your humbleness. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, you know, you'll have people that's like, oh, he's doing this and this wrong. I did this and this and this and this happened, so he needs to start doing this and this. But people have to realize that everybody kind of has their own path. Everybody kind of has their own ideas and their own way of kind of expressing them. And I feel like that's kind of what social media is all about. Especially like TikTok, you have so many different people, so many different people, so right. many different personalities, so many different things that you wouldn't even thought have thought to even do. You know what I'm saying? Like you have all of that going on. And I feel like just trying to set one certain path of how something should be done or somebody should do something. I feel like it's not going to work because that's what the entertainment industry is. They were looking for the next yeah. best thing because every because people are studying, coming up with things, ideas. You know what I'm saying? So they're looking for the new, what's new, what's fresh, what's on, what's happening. So, I mean, you never know. You could be that new, fresh, what's happening, but since you tried to do something somebody else is doing, it's already played out and already done. Yeah, and, and I kind of say this, and I'm going to kind of use a different scenario here, but I would much rather be... Like when you say humble and stuff like that, I would much rather be a Steve Harvey than I would like a Prince Charles because Steve Harvey lived in his car for four years and, and, and bathed and showered in a restroom of a hotel. But Prince, you know, like Prince Charles never doesn't know how to be poor at all a day in his life. And it's kind of like, what would you much rather be humble for what you have, knowing that if you were to lose everything, you can live broke and poor or, you know, yeah, being, knowing that uh, if you lose everything, you just kind of like, what is going on now? Yeah, and that's I do feel like you know, growing up, like I've always wanted to be like a star, and you know, I felt like it would have been so cool to be like a child actor or something. But I feel like mm. I'm thankful that I got to go through childhood and like adolescence and like you know, young adulthood right. and like figure some things out, know how to pay bills know how to deal with things, you know, uh, <laughs> socially and everything, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can go to high school and, like, not freak out when everybody's like, you know, because I've done that before. I, and I feel like it helped me once I finally reached my dreams and goals to kind of stay grounded because I know where I've come from. I know yeah. what I've been through. And I know that I've worked hard to get where I am, whatever that day that may be. So, yeah, I feel like being poor first Definitely a plus. <laughs> Definitely a plus being poor first. Yeah, I, I want to know kind of, kind of. Uh, you don't have to say any names, but has anyone come from you because, you know, I experienced bullying in school, and I know for sure you did because I've seen, you know, I, I witnessed it a couple of times, and I wonder have those people ever come back to you because they're like, oh, this guy's going to be something. Because I've experienced it myself, and it's kind of like you just – you know, it's kind of like, well, remember that time, man, you didn't give me that piece of bubble gum when I really, and you said my breath stunk. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's yeah. kind of like that. You don't want your, you don't want your ego to be bigger than, than you, you don't want it to be overwhelm you. But sometimes it's just like, 
sometimes people need to be put in their place. Yeah. And, you know, from what I don't want to say any names either. Um, no, no, but no. I have had people who, you know, we went to high school with back in the day or whatever, kind of hit me up yeah. and be like, oh, my God, you're doing so good. Oh, my God. Like, this is why I yeah. used to love you back then. But then I would be like, where? Where was the love? When? You know what I'm saying? But I don't I don't really just say that per se. I'm just like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, mean, even yeah, though you might have yeah. hated me back then, you support me now. And that's just, we that shows the progress right there. We That shows who's actually on top, you know? So, yeah, it's, it's 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 <laughs> weird because because I will have musicians on here. And, and my rule is, whoever it may be, I'm not going to have you on unless I'm a fan. Or I enjoy what you're doing. And so this, this person, um, he may have been a freshman when we were a senior or something like that. But he come to me and he was like, Hey man, look, I write my own music and I want you to listen to it. And I said, okay, cool. He said, if it's good, you can play it on your show. I kind of knew where he was going from, from the beginning. Yeah. And it was so terrible. It was terrible, but I couldn't tell him that it was terrible. I just, I, I said, look, man, I am overbooked with podcasts and, and just being busy with this podcast work and editing and running a production company. That I don't have time just for, <laughs> right know. now for interview, but come back to me in a year or so <laughs> and give me some new stuff, and maybe we'll make something for her. Yeah, yeah. I, I hated to know, crush his dream. Have those people man. that kind of like they're really after more of the exposure than anything. You know what I'm saying? They're yep. not really yeah. down for it because, like, oh, we've been cool forever. You know, we I've always supported you. It would just kind of be like. I see you doing big, so let me get close so we can be big together. Right. And it's like, we can't do that. You can't piggyback off of, you know, my hard work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is this has been years in the in the making. You know what I'm saying? You can't just come along and be like, oh, we're friends now. Let's share everything. Take me with you. No, ma'am. No, sir. But you can definitely <laughs> root for me in the nosebleeds. Hi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, have you um because I, I kind of know you probably have well I don't really know if you have because it's a different platform than what I'm doing but you're way bigger than me like in entertainment wise like on TikTok and stuff like that um so and I because I I'm friends with a couple of like known people and I wonder are you friends with some known people that people may know? You don't have to say names. I'm just curious of how this platform works. Um, I do. I am friends with some other larger creators. I mean, larger than I, actually. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, to be honest, it's not really like a we text every day kind of besties, you know, sure. social right. media. Right, right, yeah, but sure. It, it was, it's just kind of like, you know, every now and again, you know, we'll comment on each other's videos, you know what I'm saying? We'll DM each other like right. a funny yep. video or whatever. Right. You know, it's, and right. I feel like that's vital for, you know, somebody like me and like trying to be like an influencer. Like, try, you got to have like those other large. <laughs> support 
support systems. You know what I'm saying? They're also supporting you, and you know their fans will probably also support you. So that'll just kind of help you out. I feel like it's that'd be good for all influencers to do to kind of you know work together and kind of use each other to build each other up. Because then at the end of the day, you all kind of win, you know. So, but yeah, I do have some friends in entertainment wise. If you guess that. I, I know it's weird to say it really it's, it's weird to say but then it's kind of like you want to walk up to that person that you see in walmart and just call that one person that you know they're gonna know <laughs> and just be like oh look who i'm talking to man <laughs> oh my god I've, you know i've i've actually almost done that i've actually almost done that only because these girls asked me to i told them that i knew or i know of or you know we've conversated with this tiktoker that they also love and i was like oh my god can we like talk to them too and i was like oh you know i don't really think i should just call them you wanted to just you randomly <laughs> but you know but i mean i, I did want to it would have been cool with them, but we got to so be, you know. <laughs> i, I want to ask kind of a personal question here and if uh you don't want to answer you don't have to answer man but um what was your family like? When did you? Because you're gay. You're you're a gay man. Yeah. When did, yeah. When when did when did you come out to your family, or did you come out right away? Um. Actually, that's a that's a actually interesting story. Like to be honest, I never really. Uh, well, I did try to come out at one point, and it didn't really okay. it didn't really uh, go well. Just leave it at that. It didn't really go well. So we kind of uh-huh. just took it and put it back in the closet and never spoke of it again. But at this point in my life, you know, I think they're just going to figure it out at this point. Like, <laughs> at some point, they're going to see me, like, on TV or something. So, I mean, we're just going to figure it out. Like, I, I, the whole coming out thing, like, yesterday yeah, was National yeah. Coming Out Day. And, you know, sure. that's that's a big thing for the LGBT community, coming out, because that's, like, you're finally you. It's like there's no more costume. It's finally like raw you. And, you know, I would have loved to be able to do that. Like, you know, how in the movies, you know, you come out and the parents are like, oh, my God, sweetie, we know we still love you. That does not work let me, let me Let me interrupt you real quick. Let me interrupt you real quick with that. Because where we are based here in Mississippi for people that listen out of state or, or your fans that listen out of state or wherever they're at, I get hated on because I support it, and 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 it's like it's like that comes from family and friends, and they're like, "My God, I, you're gonna be kicked out the family. You're gonna be kicked out." And it's just like I can't imagine what it's like to be it's, it's a, a, hard. a gay it's... man or a gay woman in this, because you would think you think we're 2020. Oh, it's perfect now. No, it's like no. racism no. is is worse than ever was. You know. People homophobics is 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 worse than what it ever was, and it's just ever. like you and never. I, and you know, I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's also because there's social media. I mean, it's so much easier to get messages out there. So I mean, yeah. even though you have plenty of messages of positivity coming in, you also got those negative messages coming in, which is making everybody more aware that this is happening. So I feel like it's always been here. It's never went away. We're just paying attention to it now because before we kind of, you know, it kind of got blinded. We kind of, you know, it kind of got, you know, blurred out a little bit. But we're kind of taking a magnifying glass and looking at everything a little bit more carefully now because we don't want history to repeat itself, you know. So, and it has a tendency to do that often. So, you know, we just 
I, I think that's what it is. I think everybody's a little bit more aware of it now. And I feel like that's good. That's, it's, that's good for change. Because growing up gay, especially yeah. in Mississippi, going to high school, oh my God, that was really the worst time of my life. But we didn't come up a long time. We didn't come up big time since then. So we're just going to keep going and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to quote – I quote this Will Smith quote a lot just because just because it, it can involve in every single thing. It's like racism and homophobic and sexism has not gotten worse. It's just being videoed and it's being recorded and it's being yeah. through social media. Yeah. So it's the same as it is. You're just seeing it for the first time now, you know? Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. We're just more aware of the issues that are that are around us. You know what I'm saying? Before, like I said, we were just we kind of were just had our rose colored glasses on, thinking about you know the positivity. But all in all, there's still these huge issues that are going on today, 2020. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The same issues that were going on in 1964, it's happening. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's that's crazy, and it's also, you know, I don't, I don't even know how to put it. You know, it's just, it's <laughs> pointless. It's pointless. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's why? Why hate somebody just because of who they are? I feel like as a human species, by now we should have in, have evolved, and you know, enough to know that it's not on the outside what counts; it's on the inside. I've heard that message be preached. All throughout my life, but it's like nobody ever just understands it. It's like it just goes in one ear out the other. It's crazy. Yeah, and it's and and I kind of look at it as you know immaturity and such. Like use this, and and I know this is kind of a gross metaphor, but it's like going into a men's restroom and knowing it's a men's restroom and not a kids' restroom. Take or take a high school bathroom for example. There's poop on the walls. There's poop on the on the on the toilet, and it's like. Come on, man. You're more mature than this. You know that's not right. You know you're yeah. supposed, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like who 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 cares that you got it on your finger? No one's gonna see it. You know what I mean? It's not gonna affect everyone. Like, and it's kind of like, um, how how does it make you feel now? Okay. Come back to me in four hours and tell me how it makes you feel. Is it going to affect your everyday life that you can't breathe or sleep at night? No, it's yeah. not. So it's yeah. not a big deal, you know. Yeah, I mean, I hope I'm making sense. I'm, I'm, I'm rambling. I know. No, you're good. No, you're good. And I, I, I feel you. I feel you. I got issue on all of that because I mean, it's just crazy now. I mean, the whole world is crazy with COVID and everything. The whole world is like literally upside down, and I had no idea what's going on. I'm just making the best of it, honestly. You know, I, I want to know this because I think we're friends enough. I can ask this. I, okay. That's the worst part about being gay. But what's the what's the best part? Because because I'm not gay. I, and no offense, anyone that is gay, I'm not gay. But what's the best thing? <laughs> this well, turn X-rated quick. But I'm know, serious. I I, like I, I, are, I really want to know. There are there are a lot of perks. Well, I wouldn't say there are a lot of perks, but you know, being gay is like it's just very free. Like I said. Gay people, I just want to put this out here for anybody who might be listening to your podcast. It's yeah. not a choice, y'all. It's not a choice at all. Neither, None of us <laughs> chose this life. It chose us. I promise on everything that I love that this is not a choice. 
But I will say, as a gay man, fashion sense, um, I feel like we have natural charisma. You know what I'm saying? We're very creative. Um, we're usually pretty good looking. So, I mean, I mean, I guess it has its perks of being gay. I mean, girls love you. I mean, obviously, I mean, it's like you're one of them. You know what I'm saying? So... I don't know. It just depends on how you look you at know, it. Obviously, the one thing the the one thing I found fascinating about, well, not not really gay women, I guess, because I think lesbians just have a different vibe about them. But but <laughs> gay men in general, no, and I'm and I'm being this in all seriousness, like gay men don't care. Like, and and, and I said it in a, in a, in a good sense. They don't care what you say about them. They're gonna be what they want to be. You know. And you, you know, know what I mean? Like, if they're gonna is? wear, do you know? Why I don't is? know why. That's because years of torment. And bullying have prepared us. Our skin is so thick, so thick that yeah. you can't hurt me. You can't hurt me. You know what I'm saying? You can call me gay yeah. for the thousand times today. I heard it during first period, second, third. You know what I'm saying? Like it's done. We've 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 got past it. Okay, I'm gay. Now what? And yeah. that's it's, it's kind of like it's, it's kind of like being fat. Like I've been called fat so many times. I know that man. You don't have to keep bringing it up. You don't. Right. Realize, you don't know that I look in the. You know, it's like you know. You don't realize I look in the mirror and I'm like, wow, I really need to lose weight. But you just have that mindset where you're just like, I'm comfortable. I don't want to do anything about it. So leave me yeah, alone. And I feel it's like not, that's, it's not your life. That's a whole. That's I feel like that's one of the biggest things. Coming out once you come out, it's so much easier to combat homo to combat homophobia because. Somebody can be like, you're gay. You can be like, yeah, and? And then what? <laughs> you know, it's like, I wish, in high school, I wish that when I got homophobic comments that I could literally just say, like, yes, I am, okay? Like, duh, we can see this. Like, can we stop? But me being closeted, you know what I'm saying, not really wanting everybody to know, but yet everybody still knew it still shined through. That was just, I don't know, I'm just, uh, that was just me. Um, I mean, it was just hard. It was hard. It was hard to try and yeah. defend myself when, like, that topic came up. Because I'm like, what do I say? If I get mad, then they're going to be like, oh, he is gay. He's getting mad about it. If I don't say anything, then I'm not confirming, which means it also means, it's just like, it was just a lot. You know, it was a lot. But you grow, you learn, you move past, you mature. Yeah, it's you bring it up like you're getting mad. Like someone would bring up, um, like I'm very into like Black Lives Matter, and then the LGBTQ community, like really, really into it. And I will get frustrated when someone says something that that I don't agree with, and I will fight the term to where people are just in these pissy moods. I guess you could call it. like they just don't want to yeah. talk to you anymore. And it's like, why why are you getting mad? You're not one of them. But that's something I truly, honestly believe in. That's like that's like me telling you, you know, a hunter. I don't agree with you killing that deer or whatever it may be, and they're they're gonna get mad about it too because yeah. that's something they believe in truly. And it's like, why can't you just say, "Look, man, I believe in this, I believe in that," and let it be? But with this world that we're in, you. And I think that's why a lot of people stay closeted or, or they just don't open up as much anymore. Yeah. It's just because... The, 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 I mean, I don't know. Wants, it's a, everybody wants to feel accepted. And once absolutely. you come out as gay or as a member of the LGBT community, 
you automatically become like an outcast. You're no longer like the rest of us, you're gay. I have friends who literally, when they introduce me, they're like, hey, this is Demandre, he's gay. Like, like that's like an identifier. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's like, like I have that on my back. Like, yep, I'm a gay. Like, like that's like yeah. my, it's my like you're your own species or something. Like, I feel like people should really think about gay is what someone is, not who someone is. I mean, being gay is only one part of a thousand, a million other pieces that make up this person. You know what I'm saying? Like. And I feel like that's just, that's what it is. Everybody's mind is always stuck on the wrong things. You're stuck on him being gay, but how about his ability to sing, right? He's a great singer. Or like you're stuck on <laughs> him being gay, but he literally just figured out like a quadratic equation, but you're stuck on, he's a gay. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, yeah, and it's kind of like, and, it, and it's kind of like, you're stuck on this person either being black or gay or whatever you want to call it or whatever they're stuck on. But there's more world situations. There's people starving in Africa. There's people shooting up schools for no reason. And you're more worried because this person is gay. And you know, it's... I also feel like <laughs> someone being gay, like, yes, if they, if they tell you, yes, I am gay, okay. But I feel like at the end of the day, I don't see what what I do behind closed doors or who I'm hooking up with or not has to do with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's a little TMI. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay. You know, I'm homosexual. I like guys too. So that's cool. But I feel like at the end of the day, let's not just run it into the ground. You know what I'm saying? Let's not, you don't, it's just TMI. You know what I'm saying? I should, there should be some kind of personal space. For you know yeah. people of the LGBT community, because it feels like it feels like their sexuality becomes like the forefront for who they are. Like you are sure. a gay, you are identified as a rainbow being. This is how we will see you from <laughs> now on. You will go to Pride. You know what I'm saying? You will you will say yes, Mama, and snap your fingers. That's what you're supposed to do because you're gay. But people put everybody yeah. in like a box. Like I'm not just one thing. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's what it is. I want to ask you another question. And I know I can ask this to you because – and I, I keep saying that because it's like you want to ask these people, but you don't know how they're going to take the question. Oh, I'm and, an open book, man. You can ask me anything. I mean, But, but for me, it's like – it's it, it's for me, it's – you know, I've been around people that weren't gay, and then a gay guy comes up and asks the guy out, and that person got offended. So I wonder – but let's say if you were just you're just walking around normal in the mall or well, when we could walk in the mall, uh, just walking around in general, and a girl comes up to you and they're like, hey, you're really cute. I want to go out with you. Do you find that offensive as if a man would find, you know, being asked that wasn't gay out by a gay man? Oh, I mean, not at all. I mean, I would just have to let her down easy. I'd be like, right, be happy right, be like right, hey, right. honey, you know, we play for the same team, girl. <laughs> like... You know, it just had to be something like that. I mean, I'd be like, I'm flattered. Like, at least I know I'm cute. Like, thanks. But, you know, we we on the same page, if you know what I mean. So, but I mean, I feel like when gay guys hit on straight guys, I mean, I know some straight guys who don't really freak out about it because I get yeah. they're more yeah. secure within themselves to know that just because 
he called me cute. He's, you know, I'm not, a, you know what I'm saying? I feel but like it, but it's, it's kind of, it's kind of, I would look at it. I would look at it this way as if, wow, if a man was to come up to me and ask me out, I would kindly decline. I would be like, look, yeah. I am a straight male. I'm a straight male. But I would find it very flattering that someone even come up to me and said, hey, would you like to go out? You're cute. You know, you know what I mean? It's just that feeling. You're like, very flattering. I think about it. Hey, <laughs> you're getting hit on by guys and girls. I mean, that should right. be a great right. confidence booster. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, you know, I guess everybody doesn't really take it as that. So, you know, but we still got some, we got work, we got work, you know what I'm saying? People, we got work to do, so it'll it'll come together one day, maybe. (laughs) Man, look, as we wind down here, I got a couple last questions for you, and I'll let you get on with your day. Uh, All right. Or your night, I guess. Um, So you mentioned that you wanted to be like a child actor. What, at one point in your life, but do you know how bad of a mental abuse that would have been if that would have happened? Like just, you, just the stories that people have told. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, it's like this at that age, what I was doing was I always wanted to be a star. You know what I'm saying? I always wanted to do that. So at that age, I was watching like these kids on Disney channel, like, hi, I'm so-and-so from so-and-so and you're watching Disney channel. And like I always wanted to do that. Right. Like I was so obsessed. Like I like I would ask my mom could we like go to audition sometimes? Like we would I we would go, but yeah. it would always like I don't know, it would always like fall through. I don't know. It was just I don't know, I was a kid, who knows what happened. But right. yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. and you know, looking back on it, you know, it would have been great, I guess, maybe if I could have got started with what I wanted to do a little early. But like I said, I sure. am thankful that I had the chance to actually go through a childhood. I got to actually just kind of be a kid, go outside, ride a bike, you know, have to get home before the streetlights come on, you know what I'm saying? I kind of, I can relate with the people, you know what I'm saying? Once I get to that point in my life, I can relate with the people on that, you know what I'm saying? I I can't just be like, yeah, I grew up in like a five-story mansion my entire life, you know, I can't, I had a driver, like, I don't even have a license, you know what I'm saying? I don't have a car, I can relate with that. I could be like, I worked at Walmart one day, I used to work at Walmart. I know exactly how it is. I feel like people will relate and, you know, connect with you more when they know that at one point you were on that level. You know what I'm saying? You can relate with them on that level. So I I do think I would have enjoyed being a child actor. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows how that would have turned out. But I'm glad I got to be a kid. So I guess it turned out how it was supposed to. You know, I wonder, and I want to get your take on this. I think about this every day, and I'm like, I wonder why most of the successful people or celebrities, if you want to call them that, come from nothing, and they now are worth like hundreds of millions of dollars. And I wonder, is it the grind that you have to do, or is it the the fear that you have in your mind that I am scared to death? I don't want to go back broke, so I'm going to do everything in my will, besides like someone that grew up with, Someone that owned like Folgers Coffee, for example, and he's now a lead singer in a band or something like that. You yeah. know, it's just I, I wonder feel like when you have to start at the bottom, that gives you so much more drive to push to get to the top. Sure. I feel like that's why you see more celebrities that have come from nothing because they had to work to get there. I mean, of course you have like, you know, like you said, your Foyers coffee, maybe, you know, they're their grandkids, whatever, who, who are going to be like filthy rich or whatever, they don't yeah. really have a need 
to do anything because it's already done. You know what I'm saying? They're, I mean, they're, they're set. What do they have to work for? I mean, unless they, you know, unless themselves would like to expand their fortune and have a fortune of their own, you know, like Paris Hilton did. But, you know, <laughs> I feel like when you have to start from nothing, it gives you something to want and need and, and, and work for. And once you get it, boom, period. So, yeah. Last question for you, man. I, I have... It's gonna be like a long-winded one because it's gonna have to make make the question make sense. Um, I've been reading this book and it's called David and Goliath, and it's by um, I, I'm not gonna I'm gonna butcher the the author's name, but and he's talking about how in the Bible when the, the 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 David and Goliath thing happened, how Goliath expected a, a mighty warrior to come, and it was a you know little bitty David, and then it, it goes into more clarification of how you know. David could have went in it this way, but he went in it differently. And I wonder, what is your David and Goliath story? As in, you could have went into one situation this way, but instead you went into a different way and defied the odds in that way. Um, I think my David and Goliath story would, um, would probably have to be just what I'm doing now. Um, I could have, like, and I could have tried to go about this, you know, becoming, you know, um, I wouldn't say influencer, I, like a star. You know, I could have went about it like sure. trying to run to Hollywood and, you know, audition, 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 and like try and live in an apartment there or whatever. But instead, I decided to go another route, build a fan base before I get there. Once I get there, I already had that support it'll be a little bit more easier for me to accomplish once I already, I guess I just decided to pave the road before I got on it instead of uh, paving it as I go. That's what I think what my, my David and Goliath would be. Yeah. Just the path that it took to get to where I'm trying to be. And that is the hardest thing to do. Not content, not is finding the fans and keeping them stably with you. You know, I figured that that's, that's a hard thing to do. That's a terrible that for any YouTuber, podcaster, musician, whatever author, anybody in the entertainment business, no matter what type of entertainment it is, that's the hardest thing to do is keep somebody on a constant caboose and on that, the train. And that's what your job following. is going to ultimately lead to. <laughs> your job is ultimately going to lead yeah. to you pleasing your fans. What do your people want to see? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like there's nothing wrong with keeping your uh, flair on it or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But you got to keep the people. Sure. You got to give the people what they want. You know what I'm saying? That's the whole point. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure Beyonce, when she gets on stage, she doesn't just just kind of sway side to side. She gives the people a show. Right. And that keeps them wanting more. So I'm mean, like, that's, gonna, that's what your job is going to ultimately do. Your job is ultimately going to be to have an audience and entertain them. Give them what they want <laughs> on a daily, every day, which, you know, I love. Man, look, look, I appreciate you doing this for me. Go ahead and give out all your social media. Anything you want to promote, go ahead and promote it. Take all the time you need. All right, guys. So if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, it's cityboyxx, city, B-O-I-I-X-X. Um... That's the same for TikTok. That's also the same for Twitter. 
Um, and it's also the same for YouTube. Um, I, when you type it in, I, because um, I'm changing it from Weekly Royal, which it was at one point, but now I'm changing it over to City Boy because, you know, we're growing up in things. We're letting go of the childish ways. So, yeah, if y'all want to just follow me on all those social medias and, you know, try and give your support, it'll be gladly appreciated. Look, Devon Dre, and I'm supporting you. I'm I'm with you on this grind. Behind you 100%, man. You're going to oh, ride it to so fame. Much. I appreciate you. Thank you so you. much. Thank you so much.